Preparing children emotionally for emergencies is an important aspect of overall family preparedness. During emergencies, it is important to help the children cope with the situation and reduce their anxiety. Today, we'll talk about helping our children and our grandchildren to be emotionally prepared for emergencies. Today is July the 10th of 2023, and you are listening to Practical Prepping episode number 393. We're here to help everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way, whether it's a natural disaster like a tornado or a hurricane or a lockdown, inflation or food shortages, you need to be prepared. I'm Mark, and today we'll be talking about 10 tips for preparing our children emotionally for emergencies. Now, if you'd like the full episode notes, go to practicalprepping.info slash 393. First thing we want to do with our children when it comes to preparedness and preparing for their emotional well-being during emergencies is to have open and honest communication. We need to talk to our children about potential emergencies in an age-appropriate manner. We need to realize that they can understand more as they grow older. And when they're small, three, four years old, they just need to know that we love them and we're there to take care of them. But we want to encourage our children to express their feelings and their concerns, especially when we explain what might happen, why it's important to be prepared, and reassure them that you're there to keep them safe. Now, one of our grandsons went through a tornado at about five years old. For the longest, I mean, like six months after that, he was so scared when they would drive into their neighborhood because they could see the damage about six houses from them was total devastation. And he was so afraid of that. And his mom and dad had to explain that they would take care of him. Yes, there was weather that damaged those houses, but they were there to take care of him. And letting him express his opinion or his feelings and concerns, he was concerned about another tornado coming. So it took a while to get over that, but now he is a strapping young teenager And he loves thunderstorms, especially since Papaw introduced him to GR Level 3 radar. Second thing we want to do is involve children in age-appropriate preparedness activities, such as packing emergency kits or creating a family emergency plan. This gives them a sense of control and ownership over their safety, and they buy into the plan. Then we need to practice emergency drills. You know, they are accustomed to fire drills and lockdown drills and evacuation drills at school. We need to conduct regular drills at home to familiarize the children with the emergency procedures. And this can help reduce the anxiety and instill a sense of preparedness. Make it fun and make it an educational experience. Let them pick where you will meet and have a fire drill. Go in and say, we're having a storm drill today, and go through that drill. Help them become familiar so that when the time comes that they have to go into that storm mode and take shelter from a storm, it's not scary to them. 
Through the whole process, we want to provide assurance to them. And we need to offer that assurance and comfort to help them alleviate their fears. Reassure them that they're not alone and that there are many people, including emergency responders who are trained to help during emergencies, and let them know that you have a plan in place to keep them safe. Encourage the kids to express their feelings. Give them a safe place to express their emotions and concerns about those emergencies. Listen to their fears, validate their feelings, and offer your comfort and support and help them understand that it's normal to feel scared or anxious, not only for children, but sometimes the parents feel scared or anxious as well. Now, here's something that I found quite interesting in researching this, and that is teach them coping strategies. Teach children age-appropriate coping strategies to manage stress and anxiety during emergencies. And this can include deep breathing exercises, visualization techniques, or engaging in calming activities like drawing or reading. Help them to understand there are strategies there to help them to cope. If having crystal clear, clean water is important to you, either every day or in an emergency, you need to look at Pro One Gravity Filter. Pro One filters over 200 contaminants out of the water, including microplastics. It also filters out fluoride without having to buy an additional filter. We have the big plus three gallon gravity system and we use it daily. We can really tell a difference in the taste of our water. The tea and the coffee, everything tastes better. There is a right size Pro One gravity filter for your family from whole house systems right down to the refrigerator pitcher. Order your Pro One today. The link is on our website at www.practicalprepping.info. We've experienced food shortages in the grocery stores from supply chain issues. Now we're hearing from farmers how food harvests are decreasing and will likely get smaller. We could find ourselves staring at empty pantry shelves or standing in food lines. Yes, it could happen in America. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years, super survival food. This is that next tier level of food storage we've talked about on the podcast. These kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant, and stack easily. They have delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add water, simmer, and serve. Right now, you can go to 4Patriots.com and use the code PREPPER to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. They're called Four Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use the code PREPPER to get 10% off. That's fourpatriots.com. Use the code PREPPER. Start building your stockpile today. In long-term emergency situations, we need to establish routines And we need to maintain a sense of normalcy by establishing those daily routines and activities. If they're accustomed to having a snack at a certain time, let's have that snack. 
if it's in a long-term emergency situation and it's safe to do so, and they're accustomed to going on a walk in the afternoon or the evening, do that. Help them to maintain a sense of normalcy, and this can provide a sense of stability and security for the children, even during uncertain times. Distraction and play. We've all, growing up, been in something where our parents distracted us. It might have been from a particular conversation. It might have been distracted us from seeing something while driving. But distraction and playing has been long in place to help relieve stress or to protect them from something in particular. So engage the children in age-appropriate activities, games, hobbies to divert their attention from the emergency situation, and play can be a powerful tool for stress release and emotional expression. And that applies to adults as well. So it's good for us as well to play from time to time. Now help them to stay connected. In a long-term recovery situation, such as a hurricane or a tornado, help the children to stay connected with their loved ones, with their friends, or their support networks through phone calls, video chats, even letters. Maintaining those social connections can provide comfort and a sense of normalcy. And do this even if we have to drive some distance to get cell service or the internet. And then practice relaxation techniques. Now, this isn't just for the children, folks. Teach the children simple, age-appropriate relaxation techniques and coping strategies to manage their stress and anxiety. Sometimes it's good to just take a deep breath. We can teach them deep breathing exercises. We can teach them visualization. We can teach them to relax their bodies or engaging in calming activities like drawing or reading. And these techniques can help them manage stress and anxiety. But remember, every child is unique. So adapt these suggestions to suit your individual needs, but by addressing their emotional well-being and involving them in the preparedness process, you can help children feel more secure and more confident during emergencies. So there are 10 tips for preparing children emotionally for emergencies. We know that those emergencies will come. That's why Krista says stuff happens. Stay prepared. So we want to prepare our children as best we can to be able to cope with those emergencies and get them involved. Let them help with the plan and practice those emergency drills and encourage them as we go. Hope this has been of some help to you today. If you'd like the full episode notes, go to practicalprepping.info slash 393. And if you find value in the podcast, would you be willing to give back a little bit by buying us a cup of coffee? You know how we love our coffee and it really does help us along the way. And you can find that link on the front of the website at practicalprepping.info. And as Krista says, stuff happens, stay prepared, And we'll see you next time.